Our top stories this week. Canada's biggest cannabis underdog, SNDL, delivers a transformational year. Canadian cannabis sales slow in February. Delaware legalizes recreational cannabis despite governor's opposition. Louisiana legislators say they unknowingly legalized hemp products with THC. Georgia's medical cannabis program could have oil on shelves in weeks. Twitter further eases U.S. cannabis advertising rules. Cannabis stocks were trading higher yesterday. Australia's medical cannabis sales might surpass Canada's in near future. Hi there, and welcome along to this week's edition of the Cannabis Weekly Podcast. Quick reminder, if you haven't yet, please do us a favour, click the follow button in whichever podcast app you're listening to this in. Now let's get into those stories. Canada's biggest cannabis underdog, SNDL, delivers a transformational year. Cannabis company and liquor retailer, SNDL Inc., had a record net revenue of $240.4 million in Q4, 4% higher than in the previous quarter, and more than 10 times its Q4 2021 sales, according to Fintel. For the full year, it generated $712.2 million in revenue, 1,170% higher than in 2021, However, they had a net loss of $372.4 million, 64.2% higher than in 2021. Its adjusted EBITDA loss for the year was 48% lower than in 2021 at $15.8 million. That is down 30.4% year-to-date and 72.9% over the past 12 months. The publication writes that 2022 was a year of immense change for SNDL financially, operationally and strategically, and that the company is no longer a small, vertically integrated cannabis company, but also the largest private operator of liquor stores in the country. Canadian cannabis sales slow in February. Cannabis sales across Canada fell 7.5% from 395.4 million Canadian dollars in January of this year to 365.7 million Canadian dollars in February, though they remained up 12.8% year on year. According to New Cannabis Ventures, total sales throughout 2022 were up 17.9% to $4.52 billion and have increased by 13.5% so far in 2023, despite February's dip. The new figures released by Statistics Canada also suggest that when adjusted to equalize the number of days in each month, February cannabis sales would have increased roughly 2.4% over January. While sales growth often dips in the first few months of the year, an increase in the number of stores, as well as falling flower prices, which have been attracting consumers from the black market, have been helping drive growth. In Ontario, the largest province in population, sales were down 8.5% from January and up 9% from a year ago. Alberta, which is the second largest province, was down 5.9% from January and up 13% from a year ago. Delaware has become the latest state to legalize recreational marijuana, despite opposition from the governor. 
The state's House and Senate passed two bills legalizing marijuana possession and establishing a regulatory framework for the industry, with the bills becoming law without the governor's signature. As Forbes reports, the governor, John Carney, announced on Friday, the 21st of April, that while his view that the full legalization of recreational cannabis was not a step in the right direction had not changed, it's time to move on. I decided, because I believe we spent far too much time focused on this issue, when Delawareans face more serious and pressing concerns every day, he said in a press statement. The first bill would legalize the possession and consumption of up to one ounce of cannabis for adults aged 21 and over. The second bill would establish a regulatory framework for the cultivation, processing and sale of cannabis products. Louisiana legislators say they unknowingly legalized hemp products with THC. Two state senators in Louisiana have said a recently passed bill to roll back the limit of THC that can be contained in consumable hemp products saw the legislature unknowingly create a recreational THC market. Republican Monroe Senator Stuart Cathy and Republican Monroe Senator Jay Morris said on Tuesday that the legislation of recreational THC needs to be done openly and honestly, according to High Times. The pair alleged that Senate Bill 219, which the committee voted to advance to a full Senate debate, was sold to the legislature as if we weren't allowing psychoactive materials. SB 219 proposes to change state law that allows up to 8 milligrams of THC in a hemp product. Instead, it proposes a maximum of 2 milligrams of THC. While the senators are working to amend the state's current law, Advocates and business owners spoke about the detrimental effects that amending the law will cause. Georgia's medical cannabis program could have oil on the shelves in weeks. Wabe reports that two in-state producers in Georgia are expected to have products available by the summer after the state's eight-year path to legal access to medical cannabis. According to the publication, the Georgia Access to Medical Cannabis Commission will now be granting dispensing licenses for producers of low-THC oil, botanical sciences and Trulieb Georgia, which will be used to open up to 12 stores across the state. Currently, the state has around 27,000 patients on its low-THC oil registry, but Commission Executive Director Andrew Turnage said it expects that number to increase to around 100,000 based on similar states, with registries that started at similar size, with medical-only programs somewhat like George's. Twitter further eases US cannabis advertising rules. Following recent updates to its policy that would finally allow for cannabis advertising on the platform, Twitter is further loosening its limits on cannabis industry advertising, according to MJBiz Daily. The site will now enable vetted state legal businesses to show packaged cannabis products in their marketing campaigns while allowing ads in new US markets. The publication reports that the site will be permitting medical cannabis ads targeting users in Alabama, Arkansas, Florida, Minnesota, Mississippi, Missouri, Oklahoma, Pennsylvania, Puerto Rico, Rhode Island, South Dakota, and West Virginia and adult-use cannabis ads will also be permitted in Missouri's new adult-use market. Alexa Alinello, Twitter's head of sales and partnerships, told MJPiz Daily that Twitter's decision to allow images of packaged cannabis products brings a lot more opportunity 
for these brands to reach consumers and teach them about the actual product as opposed to it just being a brand awareness type of play. Cannabis stocks were trading higher yesterday. Benzinga reports that cannabis stocks shot up in Thursday's pre-market at a holding following the reintroduction of the Safe Banking Act in Congress on Wednesday, under which financial institutions would be allowed to provide banking and financial services to legal cannabis businesses. Congressman Earl Blumenauer, founder and co-chair of the Congressional Cannabis Caucus, stated, This legislation will save lives and livelihoods. It's past time that Congress addresses the irrational, unfair and unsafe prohibition of basic banking services to state legal cannabis businesses. The House has passed the Safe Banking Act on a bipartisan basis seven times. I am delighted that the Senate is joining us in making it a priority. Australia's medical cannabis sales might surpass Canada's in the near future. Australia's medical cannabis industry continues to experience brisk growth in patients and sales, and experts say the market could even surpass Canada's medical sector this year, according to MJP's Daily. Australia's Therapeutic Goods Administration, TGA, data shows that the number of special access scheme category B patient approvals for medical cannabis increased sharply every year from January 2018 to January 2022, and that medical cannabis approvals through an authorised prescriber, an AP, have increased dramatically since late 2019. Reese Cohen, Global Partnerships and Engagement Advisor at the Victoria Australia-based Pennington Institute, a drug policy organisation, told the publication that the increase was probably due to a combination of the November 2021 reforms, which made it easier to become an AP, and ongoing growth in the number and size of medicinal cannabis clinics, which prefer to use the AP pathway. And now, Europe's headlines. Three days to go until Cannabis Europa London. Ticket prices rise tonight. The countdown to Cannabis Europa London next week has begun. The price of standard conference and expo tickets rise tonight. That's Friday the 28th of April at midnight. If you're planning to join us at the Barbican for Cannabis Europa London next week, but haven't yet purchased your tickets, now is the time to do so. You can save £50 per ticket by buying yours today. From midnight, last chance tickets will be priced at £450 per ticket. Medical cannabis could be legalised in France by mid-2024. During a progress report organised last Friday by the General Directress of Health DGS, or interested stakeholders, the health authorities embarked on the path of generalization of medical cannabis in France. Resuming the course of the experiment and its extension, the DGS presented several exit scenarios from the experiment, as well as the various work topics that will have to be addressed and finalized to achieve this. The DGS thus hopes to initiate, as of June, the integration of the exit from experimentation into the Social Security Financing Bill 2024. The status of cannabis-based medical products will have to be decided with different possible options, but there is a desire not to strictly restrict access to this type of product. Other meetings are planned in particular to address the specific points of the creation of a medical cannabis production sector in France. Italian military holds production of medical cannabis, piling pressure on the country's medical cannabis supply chain. Italy's military, which remains the sole producer of medical cannabis in the country, has halted 
production at its Florence facility amid a chronic shortage of personnel. The stoppage threatens to further disrupt access to medical cannabis for Italy's estimated 50,000 patients and pile further pressure on an already severely under-equipped supply chain. It comes just months after the military announced its ambitions to achieve triple-digit growth in medical cannabis production this year to 700 kgs, marking what it described as the first step towards achieving self-sufficiency in Italy. However, with the expected three-month gap in production, journalist Fabrizio Dentini believes this means the Italian military will not even be able to produce 100 kg during 2023. Long-awaited plans for state-controlled sales of cannabis in Luxembourg are expected imminently. Luxembourg's government's indicated that a long-running campaign for cannabis legalization may soon make a significant step forward as plans for its state-controlled sale are expected to be submitted imminently. The country's Minister of Health, Paulette Lennart, informed local news publication RTL last week that she was confident a draft law would be submitted to the government council in the near future. Just like Germany, the draft law is expected to be a heavily watered-down version of its original plans for full legalization and will also take the form of an experiment so as not to breach international law. While Ms. Lennart suggested the news from Germany was a boon for Luxembourg, the current coalition government is now similarly in a race against the clock to deliver some form of legalization before elections in October. A report from the EMCDDA says HHC has quickly spread around Europe and is a risk to consumers' health. Desperate CBD makers have put a target on their back in Europe as drug authorities this month sent up warning flags over HHC, an unregulated psychoactive compound being sold as an alternative to marijuana. In a report released April 17th, the European Monitoring Centre for Drugs and Drug Addiction, EMCDDA, said 20 EU member states have reported the presence of highly concentrated HHC produced through a semi-synthetic process from hemp-derived CBD. The EMCDDA, the EU's chief authority on drug issues, said HHC, which was initially noticed in Europe in May 2022, has quickly spread around the continent amid regulatory gaps bringing risk to consumers' health. Cannabis events. We've got a few upcoming events to invite you to, and we really hope we'll see you there, especially this upcoming one. It's just a few days away now. Cannabis Europa London takes place on the 2nd and 3rd of May. You can join policymakers, entrepreneurs, innovators, and investors to shape the future of the maturing European cannabis industry and a market that's set to be worth £3.2 billion by 2025. Business of Cannabis New York will once again bring together the most influential businesses, financial institutions and policymakers from across the sector for a packed one-day programme, providing best-in-class networking opportunities with key industry figures, sought-after insights and a trusted knowledge hub for the New York cannabis industry. Get your tickets today and join us on October the 4th in New York. Links for both of these events in the show notes. Well, that's it for another episode of the Business of Cannabis Weekly Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Whatever you've heard in this episode, you'll find more details of it on our website, businessofcannabis.com. 
If you're listening to this via Apple Podcasts, please do click the button in the top right of the playing screen to follow the show. It really helps new people to find us. I'll be back next week with another episode of Business of Cannabis Weekly.